Hello, everybody in podcast land. I'm David. And this is Jono. And this is the Let's Wing It podcast, where nothing is prepared and everything is a mess. I mean... I, I wrote a I wrote like one or two things. I don't um, want to hear about it. Okay, let's 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 introduce what we're gonna talk about today. Because this one we, we kind of prepared a little bit. Well, yeah, we had to watch uh, the hit new show, the HBO Max Crave in Canada. It, it was crazy how big it was. It's gonna be a big show. It's gonna be the Game of Thrones of 2023, and that <laughs> is The Last of Us. Well, it, it'll be the Game of Thrones 2023 that actually has a, a storyline that they can yeah, actually finish an arc that is complete yeah hopefully unless they do something absolutely drastic but i don't think they will it seems like they have a vision they're sticking to it but uh let's talk about that yeah after i talk about oh our sponsor oh elgato thanks elgato for sponsoring all the equipment sent to us you didn't pay us to do it but you sent us wave dx Wave low profile arms and the wave panels. Oh, the wave panels! Which I'm a big fan of. They're, I, oh, I always forget about that. Everything Elgato is usually very solid, very good. I feel like it's like if you're getting into streaming, yep. you can't. You're not making a bad choice by getting Elgato stuff. Yeah, and we're actually using their equipment to record this podcast. If you're just starting, just go to Elgato because literally, I just want David. Like, what what should we get? You're like Elgato. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that was pretty much it. But yeah, hell yeah, go to Elgato. Well, thanks to Elgato, and I use our promo code. We don't have one. But uh, Jono, what did you think about The Last of Us, the TV show? Can I rate it on two different scales? You can do whatever you want. Okay, it's okay, your okay. podcast. Okay. Well, it's your podcast. It's too. yours and mine. <laughs> yeah, we can do whatever. Uh, for just like a general TV show, give it out an 8 out of 10. Yeah. But for an adaptation, <laughs> 10 out of 10. It's like perfect. It's like I literally... There's going to be spoilers. Yeah, we're not going to pretend like there's no spoilers. Yeah. Like, let's just say, if you haven't if, if you haven't played Last of Us and you were just saving yourself for this TV show, you're an idiot. I'm just going to say it. That's a hot take. <laughs> That's a hot but, take. Yeah, but the story's been out since, what was it? 2013? 2013. Literally 10, 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like spoiler warnings for 10-year-old prop media is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, every single thing, nothing felt too bloated, in my mm-hmm. opinion, Everything felt really strategically placed to help enhance the story or convey the story that would be only acceptable to be consumed as a watchable thing. Heck yeah. Yeah. I uh, I read it about the same. I think I'm going to give it a 7.9 or an 8. Really? Uh, I really like it. I have a lot of big issues. They come down to the core of the existence of the show. But I want to start with the positive stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I, I want to hear about that. But let's let's talk about the things that we like. Yeah, I like that it's it feels sophisticated, yes. and I think that that's a huge thing that the video game did really well. Was that it? It felt like it elevated zombies out of in being like you know B tier horror bullshit. Yeah. Walking Dead tried to do it, but it, it landed right back in the middle of utter bullshit. It's it, pretty it, quickly. The Walking Dead. I got bored. Well, oh, I didn't get bored. I just jumped ahead. Because mm. I read the comics. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the comics is like 10 out of 10 better. Uh, way better. Zombies are just boring as shit. Yeah. And I think like there was a good vision with The Walking Dead to be like, it's not about the zombies. It's about the world it creates and what, what it does to humans and like how they interact with each other. Yeah. But I just think that The Last of Us, what it did so good is that boiled down the essence of that. And it gave you a really tight story about this human and these horrors he's had to go through. And it felt so real. The dialogue felt so authentic. It felt yeah. so close to life. And I think that's a huge part of the video game. Why it's so good is that it was a video game that finally felt as good as a movie. Like it yeah. didn't feel like it was 
hey, it's a really good video game story. It's like, no, it's a really good story. It just happens to be a, a video game. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, just, just one note to all the listeners and viewers. David actually has, like, an amazing, like, last video essay, essay yeah. on it. I think it was, like, 25 minutes or something. Oh, an hour and a half. Uh, was it an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I told, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I'm thinking Riley's because this is that by, like, 25 minutes. Oh, sure. But, yeah, no, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched that one. I watched it after I played Last of Us 2. It's, it's yeah, on yeah. Last of Us 2. Definitely, I would suggest playing Last of Us 2 first. Before doing this. Yeah. But, yeah, like, David and I have both played Last of Us 1, mm-hmm. Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I've, I haven't played any of the DLC. There's only the one DLC for the first one. Yeah. Uh, I've played it all. I've played them all multiple, multiple times. Last of Us 2013 might, at one point, have been my favorite video game. I do think I like the second one more i think it accomplishes all the things the first one did and mm. elevates it a godfather 2 is the first one yeah and i think in the same way that i like the godfather one maybe more in some ways than two but two is kind of better though than two the, different stories exactly yeah, and i feel like that's what this one yeah does as well let's get back oh, yeah, onto yeah, the yeah. show <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the so, point being i love the story of the last yeah. of us and i think that this tv show totally nails the tone the aesthetic and just like the vibe of the video yeah. game. It feels Those, very true to the video game. Yeah, yeah. Like everything I saw. Like I, it's been a while since I played Last of Us 1. I actually downloaded Last of Us 1 again. Mm-hmm. The remastered version. Oh, granted, nice. You got it? Granted, it's too I'm, expensive for me. No, no. I might. No, no. The remastered one is the one that became 4K. Oh, you're right. You're right. But I might get the Last of Us Part 1. I want to. Yeah, it's just it's stupid. Expensive. When it goes down to like forty bucks, I'll get it. Yeah. yeah it's, anyway, dude. For for full disclosure, it's ninety dollars Canadian, which is like. Bucks. Suck my dick, American. Naughty Dog. That's bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, like everything looked and felt like the game. The dingy, dirty, a post-apocalypse town, just like how I, I would feel like, oh, they are in this kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's dystopian. Everyone's depressed. They're just kind of irking by. Love it. Yeah. Like, it's great. There's even some moments that felt like a video game in the show. I think, yeah, one of the coolest moments for me is... How they replicate the car driving through yeah. the apocalypse scene. So if you if you're not familiar with the game, the first 20 minutes, the intro, you play from the perspective of Sarah. So you yeah. see the world from her vision. You see the kind of like first zombie attack. You see this, and then Tommy and Joel come home, pick her up, and she's sitting in the back seat. And so then for about yeah. five minutes, you're driving through the city exactly like the show. Mm-hmm. You're kind of looking through the window, and they even simulate kind of first person shots. Uh, just yeah. the video game's not in first person that part, but it's like sort of simulating that. I mean, it's good enough. and it's really cool as a fan of the video game. But then it's also, I think, a really effective way of placing the audience into the events that yeah. are happening. It's like a, it's a, it's a really good subjective filmmaking technique. It's the panic, like, um, like I, I've been a big fan of like zombie movies mm-hmm. since I watched like the Night of the Living Dead, but the original, the original. Wow. One. So I've watched progressively most of them. Mm-hmm. I granted, I. World disclosure: I've skipped a lot of the Resident Evil because that's not a zombie. That doesn't show. really count. Yeah, it's just a stupid movie. T virus bullshit. Or what yeah. are they? I don't know what they're called. The movie. It's it, it's it's dumb. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just sci-fi. That's what yeah. If I wanted to watch an action movie, sure, I'll, I'll watch yeah. it. But this one, like, I think World War Z is like my favorite piece of media about zombie the book or the movie the book. Okay, the I book. was like the mo- ah. movie. The movie's okay. The yeah, movie's okay. It's not yeah. great, but um the the, the the book always like highlighted how the panic kills mm. more people than the actually virus and yep. the zombies infections and just love how because I think like the creators Neil the story Neil was, yeah yep. 
they 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 were executive producers and i think they that were actually involved yeah. yeah they were actually like legit executive producers mm-hmm. instead of the ones that just like i got the credit yeah um they actually like i think they used the movie to go oh this is what we kind of wanted to do but we just ran out of time mm-hmm. cuz like that intro sequence like that you're you're describing the car was way more hectic than was in the game i don't know, know if i agree with that yeah. i think like it's been a little bit since i played it probably like I, years I, 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 I watched it one. right after because I'm like, like how yeah. close was it? I feel like the movie or the TV show didn't heighten the emotional beats in the way that I hoped it would. But staying on the positive, I think that it does a really good job emulating the story. And it, mm-hmm. it feels like even the things they add feel like it could have been part of the, a deleted scene in the video game. Well, the, I was talking about more because it was like the it felt more chaotic because mm. like they were like driving in the show, like they're driving to the main street with theater. Mm-hmm. And you just see everything just like explodes. If you actually go play the video game, you watch it. It's like, it's muted a bit, but I think it's because of the hardware limitation. Oh, 100%. It's a PS3 game. It's a PS3 game. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you can see like, they went to like, Oh, because of the PS3, we mm-hmm. wanted this to happen. We want like, cause the plane crash didn't happen. No, no in no. the game. You couldn't have done that properly. Yeah. But like in here, it was like, ah, uh, it's like, this is all screwed up. See, I, um, it's hard. There's whenever you're watching something that you hold dear to your heart and it's an adaptation, there's always a part of your brain that is just constantly cross-referencing and yeah. you're constantly like, it's different. It's this. I really liked, um, in that sequence when they're backing up and there's like almost a fake out car crash, yeah. but almost, they almost get hit in the same way they would have gotten hit in the video game. Yeah. But then it doesn't happen. And then there's a few more things. And I think all those things are good. They go forward. There's like the explosion. They go back or like yeah. there's the crowd. There's the people behind them. Like that stuff's really good. It felt claustrophobic. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, man, they're going to hit someone. Yeah. Like they, they really nailed the sequence with the people. I don't know how much was CG. I don't know how much was real practical people. Yeah. But I think they did a really good job nailing the like, there's nowhere to go. Like, where the fuck do you go? Even yeah, yeah. I like when they go into the field and stuff and they're like, yeah, hey, we like we got to go north. Like, That's a terrible plan. They're like, why would we go north? You can't go east. You can't go west. You can't go south. We got to go somewhere. We got to go somewhere. How much gas you guys yeah. like? We have three quarters. Yeah. And then you actually noticed that uh, when he actually drove into that field, there was like people following. Him. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> it's like those little minute ditties because yeah. like if I was driving, I saw like some guy like going to the field. I'm like, oh, it's safe. Let's, let's do it. Well, it's funny because it's so. The Last of Us is so unique because it's like they've had four chances to refine this story that they're telling. Yeah. They had the 2013 PS3 game. Yeah. They remastered it in 2014. So it's basically the same, but like they did little tweaks here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, And then last year they did it from the ground up. Is it ground up? Yeah. It's like a brand new all assets and stuff. Like there's different, like it's different. Oh. It's same beat for beat, but like they've refined the story and then they did the TV show, which is. Got I mean, it. human. They had to do it absolutely from the ground up. Yeah. And it's interesting because as I've ever created things in my life, when you finish, it was like, oh, there's this little thing I would change. There's this little that, thing I would change. That's what I'm saying with this TV show. It felt mm-hmm. like it was like his like little wish list. The problem is, is I feel like sometimes deleted scenes are better left deleted. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was reminded about how important editing is in good writing. And I think that mm-hmm. this show suffers from being from existing in a time where everything is a tv show and we consider everything being shown to us on screen every character being developed so thoroughly instead of um a good thing we want as much information as much content as possible and i feel like this like the best writing isn't necessarily the longest most descriptive writing it's smart 
It's uh, it's 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 clever, and it it gives you the broad strokes with very little. It gives you a lot with a little. Yeah. And I feel like this show still gives me a lot, but it's with a lot. And I think that all the extra scenes are good. There. Yeah. But like they're they're all good. I was never like this is a bad scene. I'm always like, but it feels like I didn't need this information, and the impact of the show isn't heightened by like I've seen her go to the pawn shop to get the watch fixed. Yeah, I think that's what I was like thinking of at the show too. I'm like, no, I'm the show started off like you just see Sarah. Yep. And just like she goes on downstairs. Like that's how the game starts. Yep. And that's how like the show at one point started. Like she just goes on like I felt like I kind of wish I didn't see that beginning part because mm. I guess they're trying to set up like who Joel Joel is, who Sarah is, who's Tommy. Mm-hmm. But I guess like I don't know. Like to to me, part I think you and I probably have the same feelings. Like I kind of wish it just kind of started. Like a hundred percent at the, the best. Well, and it's hard. It's a different medium, so you have to tell the story a different way. Like there's so much of The Last of Us's details mm-hmm. are you as Joel crawling around somewhere, talking to another character. So it's just like narrated descriptions exposition they can talk yeah and you can't really do that in a tv show there's not a lot of like just two people walking somewhere yeah. nothing happening and so i get it they have to give you the information of like tommy being like an ex-marine or whatever is he ex-marine on his, on his thing it says he's like combat veteran on his trial. oh i thought that was joel oh maybe i what <laughs> you know what their their experience in warfare like yeah i yeah i think because like in the game they kind of they do the thing that i kind of hate in video games is that Give me the story. Like, I don't want to read things. I don't mm. want to search out for this newspaper clipping. Just give it to me. Yeah. Like, I hate yeah. having to replay less like a level because I missed this thing. Oh, God. Yeah. That would explain Agreed. this thing. That's why, like, again, I think even going before that was like the interview, that TV show interview. About, oh, yeah. Like, that was the, neat. The fungus. I'm like, oh, like to me, I'm like, ah, that makes so much more sense. I'm like, oh, I want. Actually, I needed. I actually wanted to look into that research. I'm like, mm. how valid is this? Because that's actually really scary at the same time. And it's like another hit of like, oh, climate change fucked you more ways than one. I agree. I liked the scene a lot. The way they turn the the scene around and have that scientist who is kind of presented as a little bit of a quack. The guy's like, well, bacteria, viruses. And he's like, I'm not worried about that. It's fungus. And everyone laughs at him. He's like, no, no, no. Let me spell it out for you why fungus is way scarier than anything. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's really neat because... You can't have Joel walk around reading like notes (laughs) when he's scouring a lab or whatever. That being said, I'm not someone who reads the notes in video games. I hate like the Dark Souls storytelling where it's like, hey, 80% of the story is going to be item descriptions. And I'm like, that's awesome. And I love watching the videos that someone has assembled all the information and being like, oh, that's what happened in Bloodborne. Okay. And like before that, I'm just like, it's just vibes and it's fucking crazy vibes and I dig it. But I don't feel like The Last of Us needed that. It's just like extra set dressing. And I think that the main story beats are in the movie. And I think like, I don't feel like they ever talk about those ants in the video game, but there's like a clip of them in the, in the, in the title sequence. And I I got like the effect of it. And I felt like it was a cool scene and it was a good, like not a trailer scene, but almost like a, an overture where it allows you to like, Hey, put a pause in the world. In the same way that like old movies had a title sequence with like three minutes of music, yeah. it allowed you to be like, this is the tone of the show. Take a second. We're going to bring you in. Yeah. We're inviting you into the story. I think it's really effective for that. But I also think I'm worried that the show is going to be not bloated, but uh, heavy. It's going to be, I think. And not heavy in like a dark yeah, way, like the, in a uh, overloaded. That's why I, I had the same kind of thought too. Like I was worried that they're going to stretch out 
Last of Us one mm-hmm. for like four seasons, which would have sucked. That yeah, it needs yeah. to be like maybe two seasons. Like, 100. Um, spoilers. I think this season should go all, all the way up until Joel gets injured. Oh, maybe. No, like, no, no. All really? the way. All the whole story. Really? One season? Like, I hope. I hope so. Well, I mean, it has to be like 24 episodes. No. Uh, I think, the game's only like 12 hours, and like six of that, eight of that is like just like walking behind them. That's. And we uh, got through. We got through a lot of story in that first episode. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was actually. That's I. I wanted to allude is that I was really surprised. This. Uh, this episode was one episode. Yeah. I was actually expecting it. I'm like, oh, okay. When Sarah dies. That's totally. I like thought that was the episode. Episode break one. Too. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, it's this is actually one thing I, I want to talk about maybe later. And then it's like 20 years later and then all the way up until um, the explosion. Happens. Yeah. And with um, Tess. Yeah. Tess. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's the end of the episode because she gets taken to jail or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it just keeps going. Keeps going. It keeps going. I'm I like, love it. Oh, granted the episode was like an hour, hour 20. Hour, yeah. yeah. So, they might have done that usual typical thing that First makes it really a little long, longer. and then everything else is forty. I hope they're hour long, yeah. uh, just because I'm enjoying it a lot. And like I know I'm coming off hard against the show, but That's like fine. I really enjoyed it, and yeah. like I am very excited to keep watching. It's um, easy to like this show, yeah, yeah, and it does a lot of really good things. And I think if if I wasn't cross referencing it to a video game property that is really near and dear to my heart, yeah, I would give it an unabashed positive rating, yeah. Um, but that's not how subjectivity, that's not how critique works. Every yeah. review, every opinion is always what you have in your head already versus what you're currently watching. And what I have in my head is a lot of Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the one thing I want to talk about is like the video game moments. Mm. As those some things that kind of like popped in my head. I was like, oh, that's a video game. Moment. Mm. That's a video game thing. That's a video game thing. So, so maybe for the, the listener is that if you've played Last of Us 1 and 2, you may have encountered this moment in this game or other games where you have to tightly squeeze into like a <laughs> fence or like go through a crack or go under a bus. That's just like a mythology of to prevent loading screens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, there was like one moment that really stood out to me to be like that was when they got out of the walls yeah. and they went under the bus. Oh yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. that's a video game moment. Totally. Uh, There's another moment where it's something completely different was like when Tommy and Joel and Sarah got split up. Yeah. It's how that car crashed. Into- oh yeah. And then it blocked <laughs> yeah. them into the- totally. I was like, that's a fucking video game 100%. moment. 100%. Yeah. And then I think the last one was, I, I think they took the scene one for one. Joel, Ellie, Tess got uh, caught yeah. outside. And there's a moment where like the guy's like shining the gun into his face and he gets a flashback of what yeah. happens. I'll talk about that moment. Yeah. And then I felt like, oh, what's the triangle? Like, what was the quick time event? Yeah, totally. And he's like <laughs> smashing his face. Yeah. Which totally is great. Like, yeah. I think it was one for one. Pretty close. For, I think it was two guys. Like, yeah, I, wa- I watched the video afterwards, just the com- scene okay. comparisons. And it was like two people, but who gives a yeah. crap? Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. Like, I think it was gross. I like that scene. It's indicative of some of the good additions they did there's they had a few characters they're not main characters but i like yeah. they, they add a corrupt uh officer yeah. character who joel is selling oxycontin to yeah. uh, and getting like you know money and and uh cigarettes in return yeah uh and i love that little sequence where you're seeing kind of joel use the economy of what's valuable in the wall and he goes and he, yeah. he talks to the the radio operator gives him cigarettes and he's like Tell me what's happening with Tommy. Yeah. And that's well, kind of the, the, the that's that's one thing. If we ever get into the post-apocalyptic, I already messaged um my sister by this. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm getting I'm growing tobacco. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, cigarettes would be like the number one, 100%. the number one big. Dude, thing. you don't need a. Uh, Pokemon cards. You should just start stockpiling cigarettes. No, uh, I have cigar. I have cigars, uh, but no, I need tobacco seeds. Yeah, but, that'd be but really anyways, cool. yeah, no, like those, those that, and I think I liked it how they introduced that character, even though they were going to kill him off. Yeah, give him a little bit of characterization. Well, not even that. It just world built for me. Mm-hmm. Like Joel, well, character built and world building. Where this this place is like no one's really your friend. Yeah, and you get in my way, I will annihilate you. And it shows. Joel's newfound, or he, it may have always mm-hmm. been there, his ferocity, his dedication, to getting the job done, and also how he's dealing with his continued grief of mm-hmm. losing his daughter twenty years late. Mm-hmm. Later, well, I mean, like it's it does a good job making him morally gray without being reprehensible because he's selling drugs. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you're like, yeah, I guess if what are you gonna do in this world? Like he he has access to these oxycontins. Yeah, hell yeah, you see him like you know take some and pass out later because he's doing yeah with i was actually quite shocked i was like oh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah i liked i like that um i think it also it's good they do efficient story as much as i'm coming hard on like the like hey there's all these extra scenes you don't need they do efficient storytelling like even with that scene the police officer he remarks like hey don't go out tonight it's gonna be scary tonight you don't want to go out yeah. and then you kind of forget about it and then you're like oh yeah they have to go out tonight and it's gonna be way worse <laughs> to go out tonight yeah uh and, and i like it i like also the other characters they add which is the neighbors. I thought it was interesting. I think the best thing they do with the neighbor is the horror moment with the grandma in the yeah. background. That was a sick moment. It was like a, so if you don't, yeah. didn't see it, you're just listening to this because you're not listening to instruction. Yeah. Um, Sarah's in the front. She's kind of looking at DVD. So she's in the foreground in focus. And then there's this, this mute grandma that's been mostly basically immobile in the background. And she starts kind of not quite convulsing, but you know, like seizing. Yeah. Uh, and her mouth opens and it's just all out of focus. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? And it goes on for like 30 seconds yeah. and it's really unsettling. And it's probably the best horror moment in the entire show. I think, yeah. I like, think when I remember seeing that scene, um, I even I even yelled at Jillian because she was watching it with me mm. uh, and she was like playing it. Like she was like on her phone. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Watch. Get the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. Go watch this. Um, I think that like ever since that scene, I felt like the show went like went from like five for tension, yeah, and then that one's like ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And granted, yeah, those like those a lot of parts I want to. Maybe like when we keep watching the show, yeah. I I, I want to like kind of dissect that a little bit more because that physical kind of like silent creepiness. It, there's a reason why I actually don't like. I even though I do watch zombie movies, I don't really consider them to be horror to say mm. i find it like more of a tragedy kind of thing sure because like humans humans are the worst enemies yeah that's yeah. usually the <laughs> point of good zombie movies yeah well i mean this even this uh show it's like humans are their own worst enemies right and the zombies are barely a threat until like there's a mass of them or there's clickers yeah 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 so i think yeah i think that part was just like oh it's getting it's gonna get bad mm. I, yeah i really like that ramp up um from the you're right that moment because you know Hey, there's zombies. Before that, you saw at school, the kid was kind of like twitching with the wrist thing and was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Is it just a tick? Is it, what is it? She goes to the watch repair store and the wife comes out in the back. She's like, she says something in some language I'm not familiar with, but you're a zombie and you're like, huh. And she kicks her out of the store, closes the blinds and you're like, that's not good. Yeah. Police sirens going by, all this, all the usual zombie stuff, but it feels sophisticated. It doesn't feel like tacky in the same way, like Dawn of the Dead. No, well, that's not that's not the best. Example. No, actually, Don Dead was pretty it's pretty good. quick. Yeah. You start right away with the thing, but yeah, a tacky zombie movie where it's just like the quick 
or like the slow build up and you're like, all right, just fucking get there. It didn't feel like they took too much time to get there. Yeah. Uh, but the tension was was thrilling. Yeah. And then the the release was good. You go to her. You go, she goes back to the neighbor's house because the dog is freaking out. And yeah. you're, like, you're like, don't bring the dog in there. I was so upset about the dog. <laughs> Because you actually see the dog look like a person going, please let me Yeah, in. yeah, knocking on the window. Jill, Jillian was really upset. She's like, oh. But they didn't kill the dog, right? I don't no, think, no, yeah. no. The dog just runs away. In the video game, you don't really see animals, which I think is a smart choice. Seems like there's not really. No, to be fair. No, you, you, see, you see animals. You see the zoo. Remember? Uh, you get to. Yeah, but you don't see like, infected animals, I don't think. I don't think much. so. I think, I, think, I think they leave them alone for the most part. What was up with the. Because you get to drafts, right? There's that one scene yeah. where it's like, oh. It's like Joel and Ellie become like they bond and do like the father and daughter moment and that moment. Oh, I can't. I can't. Well, that's good. Yeah. I <laughs> want to talk about that because I yeah. have a huge problem with what the the TV show did in this episode. Really? In regards to that. I think they do a really good job. I think we'll talk about their specific performances in a little bit, but yeah. I think like their dynamic is set up like they're immediately butting heads. Like he steps on her knife. She's pissed. She's like. Wanting to fight. But to be like, fair, she almost stabbed him. <laughs> oh, no, like, he's doing <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong, but yeah. it's like a good natural way to build conflict. Yeah. And like they're already at each other's throats. It's great. But when the the guard finally captures them. Yeah. And she stabs like Ellie stabs him kind of br- like crawls away. Yeah. And there's that moment of tension where the light's shining in Joel's face. They <laughs> made me so mad because they t- they tell the audience you're a fucking idiot. And they're like. Hey, remember that thing that happened like 20 minutes ago? Here's a flash of it just in case you forgot. Yeah. And it was and it made explicit a thing that was unspoken and better off left ambiguous by showing you this flash comparing the setup of this conflict to when he's holding Sarah and the government guy shoots her and then he he freaks out. And so they the show doesn't trust you to remember. It also doesn't trust you to make the connection of like he's starting to see like there's starting to be a, a relationship there between yeah. Ellie and him. But then also, he still doesn't see her as his daughter, and it's way too early for the show to be like, "Hey, look, cross compare. Look at look at this daughter yeah. moment." And it's like, "No, no, no, that hasn't been earned." I think I think if I left like the game part, this is yeah. just like an original IP. This is a TV show. I think I would be kind of like, uh, "Granted, I don't know, American TV. It's very spoon fed." Yeah, I yeah. think that it sucks because HBO's not always done like that, and I don't think the show feels spoon fed and simple in that way like it mostly feels sophisticated it mostly feels like it trusts its audience to kind of figure out yeah what's going on and i think that moment would be better if as an audience we weren't sure that's what it is like obviously we have that in our head it's part of the equation yeah. you know this ptsd of this moment where he lost his daughter he also does not love ellie he sees her as a piece of cargo a way yeah, to yeah, get yeah. a car so he can go why are they comparing his daughter to Harriet? Like, yes, it's like they're just yeah. jumping the gun way too early on mm-hmm. that part of the relationship. Obviously, they're going to get there. Obviously, by the end of the season, I'll be like, this is fine. But it's such a mistake to do in the first episode. For me, I when I watched the scene, I was fine with it. Okay. I was like, eh, it's okay. Um, if I was going to nitpick, I think I'd be on the same length of you as agreement. Of they kind of jammed it too mm. impactful. I think they should have just left it showing that Joel will do whatever it takes to accomplish his mission. Yeah, or, and I think that's way way more interesting. Yeah. It's like he's doing it because he's he's he he only sees the finish line. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's way cooler. But um, I think but I I kind of see like what they're trying to do too. And I like I I don't just here I guess many of those versus disagreement. I didn't feel like you're they're not respecting their audience too much. Yeah. I think it's I think it was fine. 
Like I think that's fair. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm clearly having a strong reaction to it. Yeah. But I think to me it's indicative or it's it's a continuation of another problem I had with the show, which yeah. I don't think it made the strong emotional beats of the game's intro stronger. Mm. I found I don't know if everyone feels this way, but I found when Joel realizes Sarah's been shot and he's holding her and she's like grasping him. It's very yeah. similar to the game. The same noises, the same kind of breathing, grasping. Yeah. I really like that. I didn't find it nearly as impactful. Every yeah. time I've played the game, I've played the, that intro of the game probably 10 times in my life. I cry every single time. Yeah. I didn't really feel emotional watching the show and I can't tell if it's, I think the close-ups last too long on Sarah. Like there's something that's like different. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I just was off, but I didn't feel it. I think, Maybe I think it's like I I was the same way. Like I have I only played The Last of Us once. Okay, and but I still remember most of the. Beats. Yeah, it's pretty hard to forget. Yeah, um, but yeah, I was the same way. I was really emotional in the game. I remember it was like, oh no oh, way, yeah. like this is stupid. But like I was pretty pissed. But which they that's what the reaction that yeah. they want you to be like mad sad. Uh, this one, yeah, I definitely was not like. Um, I didn't feel anything. It was no. like, oh, Sarah's dead. I I didn't. I, maybe I, this is for me. I don't know if it was because I've seen it before. I've gone through it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what's going to happen. My expectations. I wonder if they're going to hit the same beats. Yeah. They hit the same beats, but didn't resonate with me. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's a tough balancing act the show is going to have is that its toughest critics and its most devote fans are going to be people that have played the game. Yeah. And so they have to give us what we want because yeah. if they deviate too far, we're going to be pissed. But they need to also give us other stuff so that like we want to keep watching. Yeah. And I think that that's a huge success of the show so far. Yeah. Like as much as I'm like, hey, these extra scenes don't make the story better. It's still like deleted content for something I love. And I now there's more for me to watch. I mean, to be honest, right. It's like it's it's for us like we we can list off all day like what things we love about the show. But, mm-hmm. You know, that, that'd be easy. But I mean, I think we have to always be we're not trying we're, we're not. Well, we'll video producers in one way, but we're not to that scale. Yeah. But I, we always want to like critique things and it's the same way for us when we create content. Like this is what I'm going to be doing uh, with you. And then every time we upload, I'm going to read all the comments mm. like a hawk, but the same way at like short circuit, I will ignore the, yeah, the, the, the ones that should be downvoted one. <laughs> yeah. Like pretty much like all the, all the useless ones I won't listen to, but there'll be like ones like, Oh, if people like, us to talk about our day-to-day life sure i'll I'll do that or you want us to talk more about video game stuff i'll talk to that but yeah i think it's for us like we want i the reason why like i think for us we should critique the show is because no show is perfect yeah and also hey we gotta critique it because um because people don't want to talk like listen to good news (laughs) yeah well and i mean it'd be boring (laughs) for like uh unabashedly it's fantastic across the board yeah it's like yes you can do that once in a while but clearly there's things to be discussed. Yeah. But I think, like you said, there's kind of two scales by which we can rate the show. One is on its own merit as a piece of content, but yeah. also the other is as an adaptation of a, another piece of media. Yeah. And I think it really does work uh, really well as an adaptation, which is interesting to me. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is the whole point of the podcast. Well, this particular episode, because we talked about it last mm-hmm. week. We're like, let's talk about like state of like video games and media mm-hmm. and it just really worked out well how the last of yeah. us do oh the last of us is coming out yeah so that's great like you know <laughs> i think i like that you can say the last of us 2013 in parentheses last of us 2014 Actually, in parentheses last of us 2022 in parentheses yeah. or last of us 2023 yeah and it's all different fucking things 
I mean, okay, like those those I those a couple of things I want still want to talk about the last of us and then I kinda of want to move on to like yeah. other states media. No, but- here's one thing I'm super happy about. Like here's here's even though I just said we, we won't talk about the good stuff, but I do want to talk about this. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Oh my god. Fantastic. Fantastic. fantastic it was actor. funny. Cassie was like, oh, so they based the character's face off of him. Right. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> they just casted someone. And like when I first heard he was cast, I was like, he doesn't look anything like Joel, but he embodies Joel. And you're just like, yeah, yeah that's just Joel. I mean, that's. I think that's like we talked about this on the other episodes about inclusion and diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never felt like, oh, Joel has to be white. Like, no, mm. who cares? It's like, oh, Sarah has to be white. It's like. Oh, Sarah's like mixed. Um, Pedro, he's Latino. Argen- is he Argentinian? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, he's he's a, of a Latin descent. Um, Chilean. Chilean. So, I, 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 to me, in my head, I never felt like that. And I think this is the perfect way of how we need to introduce diversity mm-hmm. into media. Of don't talk about it. Just have like, are they good at their job? Yeah thumbs up yeah it doesn't have to be a, a big deal <laughs> yeah. just include people and like i i'm a big fan in terms of adaptation of prioritizing good acting mm-hmm. over looks yeah and i think that so many people get obsessed with like their fan cast of like finding someone that looks just like what they imagine <laughs> with the artwork who fucking cares yeah who, who fucking cares if like uh bella ramsey looks like the ellie from the game or not She's gonna embody her. Like she already she's I'm like great. I'm like, yeah, that's just Ellie. Like that's yeah. yeah, she looks different. Who fucking cares? Like she's got like that that yeah. edge and yeah. like the but the still the youthful energy yeah. and like the broken innocence that makes her so angsty yeah. that Ella uh, Ellie has. And I, I was like, she's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And I think she was she was really like really well casted. Everyone's really well casted. Yeah. I think the only one that's like casted to like one to one likeness and looks and attitude is Marley. Marlene was like, oh, that's exactly like her in the game. She looks, yeah, she looks a little bit different. Um, I feel, I hope that they give her a little bit more. Cause I was like, I feel like she's not as, well, she's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't, does she die? No, she doesn't. Well, yeah, she does at the end end. Yeah, no, Joel, um, Joel shoots. At the end. I think. I think it was like, it cuts, it cuts black. Yeah. You don't really know what happens, yeah. but you kind of know. But um, I don't feel like the show, I think the video game does a better job making it feel like there's compli- there's a complicated side to the relationship with Marlene mm-hmm. more than the TV show did. The TV show, I was like, oh, she's kind of a simple side character who's serving a purpose. Whereas yeah. in the show, you're like, she's a player and she's got her, her moving pieces and she's doing this. Yeah. And I I, I liked the actor fine. And I, I, I thought it was interesting. They gave us a little bit more of the fireflies and like we get, we're trying to head out. But I also think like that stuff is so unnecessary. Yeah. Like that extra scene of like talking to the lieutenants and explaining like what we're doing adds almost nothing to this, it's, this show. It, to me, it still added nothing to the show considering mm-hmm. the fact that at first when the scene where they enter and try to get the car battery mm-hmm. and everyone's dead, I'm like, well, I guess I like her plan didn't work yeah. out. And I was like, oh, it's because they had a shooter. Granted, I was confused for a little bit. I'm like, oh, like, did the police just like ambush them, mm. both parties, and kill them? And it's like, oh, no, it's because they didn't like the dead battery and yeah. shot him. Like, so that took a little bit for me to like kind of figure out. Because I don't yeah. know. It's I, no one has uniforms. Yeah, I liked the setup uh, of that. And I like that it was kind of tidy and you know what happens all in one place. 
but it kind of felt, you know, movie convenient that everything was just kind of like right there. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, I smell gunpowder. And you yeah. see like the blood dripping. Yeah. And, and like, that's mm. immediately before that, that is one of my nitpicks of, um, okay, if you haven't played the game, the game, the zombies perforate through spores. So like, it's yeah. like this, there's fungi uh, and like, it's a mushroom taking over your body, like forcing you to do that. I think that's cool that the show they managed to make it. Mm-hmm. A compromise the show makes is instead of the mushrooms being spores that are released into the air, yeah. it's tendrils. So it has to like touch or whatever. They did it. I don't think it's explicit, but my theory is yeah. they didn't want to have the characters wear gas masks for half of it. And so in the video game, your character has to wear a gas mask anytime they're in a spore yeah. area. Whereas in the TV show, it would just be so obnoxious to constantly have characters in gas masks. I think it's also like, yeah, because that's the one thing I was wondering, because when they're in the basement, they saw that in like the full yeah the full mushroom dude yeah the guy became basically that became a mushroom Mm. um i was like going i'm like what like because i think in my head i was like you're supposed to wear your gas mask ellie's the only one that doesn't have to wear a gas mask and then like just so many things going ahead i'm like what's going on but also those like dialogue there too Mm -hmm. where tess is like oh like because um Joel was like, oh, does this person like came here to like live out his days infected? Or Tess is like, no. Uh, oh, maybe this is what he got infected. Yeah. Then I was like, I'm like, okay, well, what is it? Like, explain, explain, explain. Yeah. So they never really brought it out. Yeah. Granted, episode two is going to yeah. come out Sunday. Yeah. I. Uh, it's nice that it's weekly. That scene with the guy on the splayed on the wall, I wanted to be wowed by this person it kind of looked cheap to me, but I think the the point yeah. of what I was saying was because there's no spores, the air texture is much thinner. So it's like you don't have this really dense, thick air yeah. with like the light shining through. Uh, and I think it's a missed opportunity of the show. It doesn't have to be spores, but I found when they were crawling through the infected area, mm-hmm. I was craving like the dusty, gross, green, not green, but like gray air. Yeah. Uh, and I found that with that person splayed on the wall because there was, it was so visible. There was no dust or obstruction of the view. Yeah. I could see it too much and I felt like it looked kind of cheap. I mean, yeah, I think maybe later when you get into like the more remote areas, maybe. it will look different. Cause like you have, we have to remember like, this is like Boston and mm-hmm. people do live there technically. So it, that's a fair point. Yeah. I might be proven wrong yeah. where like I, you're, that's a later on when we go deep, deep, deep where the yeah, clickers yeah. are and stuff, it'll be thick, thick, thick. Yeah. But I, I sure hope so because yeah. <laughs> I think that's a fun, like visual cue of the game when you're going from like outside and it's bright and sunny and green and like overgrown cities. And then you go inside and it's just like thick air and you're like, yeah. they put on their gas mask and you're like, Oh man. Oh, sh-. you the, hear the clicking. You're like, Oh boy, this the, is about to be scary. The, the three worst places I think, in the last of us world if to ever be in is a parking garage <laughs> yeah. uh tunnels or yeah. sewers and then also like uh, big mansions in the basement like those are probably like, any basement where you're just, yeah, like, it's any, dark if you're underground you're fucked. yeah so basically all mushrooms grow yeah exactly yeah. and like i thought that was i i think mushrooms as the the take for zombies is really fun because it's just like such a weird unknown thing that we, we just accept in our lives like there's mm. mushrooms everywhere there's fungus everywhere in our life yeah. like we just kind of they're there but if all of a sudden you know they evolved to use us to to proliferate like that's yeah. so scary there's there's actually one more thing i'm actually kind of like world asking was when the fr- first showed boss actually the first thing um that scene about the kid who 
makes their way into the city. And oh yeah, that was it. interesting. That was like I'm like whoa. It, it kind of shows like how like hardened Jolie. He's like I don't give a shit. Yeah, that kid's dead. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's a good state of the world <sighs> scene too because it's like how callously that woman is just like we're gonna let you like Late. play with all the toys you want as the guy like is putting him down with a, a yeah syringe. And I mean like, oh, to, like, to be fuck. to be fair, I'm like that's really that sucks, but. Yeah, like yeah. that's a probably the most correct way of doing it. Totally. And it. it's like it is humane <laughs> to like, you know, make him think that it's all going to be good and put yeah. him down. I think it's a effective it's it's an efficient scene because you know, you learn about that next scanner, you see red means infected, yeah. all this stuff, and then like you said it shows you the state of Joel, it shows you the state of like we're just burning bodies all left, right and center. Yeah. People are still dying. It's 20 years after the the D-Day or whatever yeah. or Z-Day. Yeah. And uh still so bad. That's that's a one thing that's kind of interesting like um. Yeah, the twenty-year thing. Because was it always I think twenty it's years? Ten years in the game. Yeah, because it was twenty thirteen in the game. Yeah, then becomes twenty twenty-three. But in the game, the start was two thousand three. In the movie, in the movie, it's two thousand three, or the TV show. TV show, dude. Yeah, because it was like it was actually interesting to see that they acknowledged that because yeah. it's like the phone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool, but it's like I, I, I don't wonder wonder why. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, huh, interesting, like. It didn't need to make it 2023. It might be that it's easier to make post-apocalypse based on 2003 technology, whereas mm. when it's 2013, it's pretty modern. And so then like post-apocalypse stuff is like, it's just a different vibe. Yeah. And I think they might have wanted to have like a little more simple technology. Yeah. So it's like, oh, smartphones were around yeah, 2013. Yeah, exactly. So you don't yeah. want to, you don't have to contend with that and stuff like that's just different. Yeah. Because I was just like, always like curious. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, kind of circling around to our circle of video game adaptations. Actually, wait, wait, one, oh. one, one last thing. Weren't you glad at the end when he kills a guard and he grabs the gun? Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Funny. I had an opposite nitpick when uh, he's when they come out of the tunnel and all the people are dead. I was like, I hope that they start looting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my head. I'm like, yeah, on, just like on, go on. down, like crawl. And I, I'm glad they didn't because it would be annoying, but it might've been a nice little touch. If like, you know, he just goes and he grabs like a couple bullets from someone. Yeah. 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 But, um, but anyways, yeah, that, yeah, I just, I just needed to say that. Cause I, at the, the end was how they get into the city. It just, I just love that scene that they yeah. like, they show them running to the buildings and it pans up. Oh, that was a great shot. What yeah. a fantastic CG composition. Like it, it, it looked you, real. It looks real. The budget on the show must be so exceptionally high. Sony must have like been like, here, take all the money. Yeah, between HBO and Sony, they're just like, we're not, we're not sparing any expense. Because in fact, Sony has, um, well, we're gonna allude to this. Like, Sony has like some of the worst video movies with video game adaptations ever. Well, charted. there's a lot. I mean, that's not even one of the worst. <laughs> that's still like a five for me. But I really appreciate how lovingly made this is and that they included the creators of the original story. Yeah. And you can see that like they really believed and had confidence in this story. Yeah. And that's really refreshing because most video game adaptations, especially live action ones, they <laughs> always are made by people that aren't passionate about the original story. You can just tell like even Uncharted, I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's not good. It's a five. But it's not even you five. can tell <laughs> they were like, you can see that this movie that Uncharted was made from the top down where executives were like, hey, what's this property we had that we can easily make a movie? Yeah. All right. Let's hire people. Let's hire producers. They're going to hire writers. They're going to hire like then they'll find a director. And it wasn't people that were like, I fucking love Uncharted and yeah. I want to make an Uncharted movie because it's the fucking bomb. It's going to be amazing. Um, 
it was like, hey, these people. And so they what happens is people start making compromises. They're like, okay, yeah, Uncharted Story's good, but like, what if we change this? What yeah. if we change this? Oh, what we want to make it a franchise because those four four games we can base. This yeah, on. and so they they start to change the story, and that's fine. Like, it's an adaptation; it can't be exactly the same. Yeah. But what happens is at one point you start making so many little changes, you start to lose the spirit of it. Yeah, and I think that The Last of Us might be the adaptation that maintains the spirit of the game most yeah. faithful, faithfully. Because, yeah, because I think the one question we want to answer is that what is the state of video games and other oh, video game properties or yeah, stories in, or whatever uh, other mediums in other mediums? And I, you know, other than The Last of Us, like, OK, I'm going to just we're going to stop talking about The Last of Us because we love it. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it more in later episodes. Yeah, maybe later. Episodes. Probably not every episode. We'll cover maybe like, it closer to the end. We'll yeah, probably maybe we'll like do checkpoints. Like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, I think. I I have a kind of feeling that uh, some video games don't do well, and they should have never been made into other mediums. Well, I think it all boils down to the reason the movies are being made, which is money. And money. I think yeah, we we suffer a lot as audiences in this era of every movie has to be a mega franchise, and we don't get those like middle movies where they it's made by people that are passionate and they get a couple tens of millions and they mm. just get to make a movie they want it's no it's executives being like what's a franchise we own whoa is there spaceships fuck yeah oh is there superheroes fuck yeah is there is it a known property fuck yeah. yeah and they just only focus on these big properties and so video games are seen as this well to go to to make these shitty franchise movies yeah by people that don't give a fuck about the story the video game they the they are such passionless projects that exist to solely exploit people's already existing love and devotion of a of a IP. Yeah. And they generally fucking suck. Like I let's let's think about like the Tomb Raider movies. The Tomb Raider movies <laughs> weren't made because Tomb Raider has this incredible story that they want to tell through a movie. No. It's made because it was a huge franchise at the time. They're like, hot babe, let's get a big star. Let's fucking make an adventure yeah. movie. Sure. No, it it fucking sucks. Yeah, those ones are like not even the worst. No, but like you can so clearly see where the money comes from. Same with like like Doom. That was like for me. Uh, other than the Super Mario Brothers movie, yeah, which was like horrible mess. That one's so bad. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy laughing at that. Yeah, one. Yeah, I, I do want to watch that. Um, I would love to watch. I, that. I need. To, we should watch it. Again. Sure. Yeah, let's watch it. It's again. been a while. Um, but yeah, that movie was so weird i thought it was cool in a way because i was like i was only like 19 sure. when it came out uh i was like oh that's kind of interesting yeah uh the rock cool yeah um carl urban love color i love him but in this movie he's like he sucked um yeah yeah uh, well everyone sucks and like that's 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 the exact yeah. thing i'm saying is like they don't give a fuck about Doom. <laughs> Nobody making that movie was like oh i'm so passionate about the fucking Doom guy. Yeah. They're like Hey, what's a really big video game franchise? Okay, Doom. Yeah, we can kind of sci-fi horror. Okay, yeah, monsters, demons. Okay, guns. We can make it work. And I think that that's like always the trend. It's it's so rarely someone who's like, we got to make this. And I feel like The Last of Us, they did a good job maintaining and finding people that really felt the core of it. To to be fair with The Last of Us, um, the the story and how it's played out in the gameplay. It's very watchable. Well, that's, and I think yeah. that's, I want to stick on the positive and <laughs> yeah. like, let's stick to the more broad discussion yeah, for yeah. now where 
like the best <laughs> video game adaptations have had like a core of passion some some yeah. semblance of like hey sonic they they clearly like sonic well i mean well okay so i was i wanted to, i was gonna bring up sonic right because mm -hmm. sonic is kind of the mix of corporation greed just making yeah. movies and money and then them seeing how the internet reacted to how sonic looked they yeah. hired someone who was very passionate about yeah. it i think they hired him through social like twitter or something They're like sure. hey i fixed sonic for you and they hired him from that but anyways, they they found someone who's very passionate about how Sonic looks, mm -hmm. and Sonic One and Two, they're okay movies. Yeah, uh, but Sonic looked fantastic. Well, and I think they captured something that was honest about what we thought of Sonic was. Yeah, and I think that's always the key. Is like Sonic's not a great movie; it's a six out of ten. Yeah, this the first one is the second. One I think is less good, but. Like the main character, Ben, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He gets Sonic and he loves Sonic. You can yeah. tell there's like a passion there. The director also like played the Sonic games and he loved it. And like, I think what Sonic does and what, well, Sonic's not a great example because there's so much other property. Now, but <laughs> yeah, the video game adaptations to me that are the most interesting and have the most potential to do something special. I can, are ones, I, I, I can probably already guess the list. Are ones that take stories from video games that aren't told or like that can't be told. Like Sonic, if you like the yeah. original Sonics, they couldn't really tell much story. Like, yeah, sure. They, there's a Chaos a Emerald yeah. and like, um, what's his face? Like Knuckles comes and punches the Chaos Emeralds and they split or whatever. Yeah. Back then, you couldn't really tell the story. So, like, a movie can actually yeah. fill in the gaps, do this stuff. Um, I think a perfect example is Castlevania. Yes, Castlevania <laughs> has yeah. a story. Yeah. Like, in the later games especially, there's more and more story. Like, by the time you got to Lords of I Shadow. I mean, I think the first I think the first Castlevania it was like, man, Vampire Hunter versus Dracula. 100%. Yeah. And <laughs> the they're third, like, oh, we can actually make it this story. Yeah, the third game has, like, a little bit of story. Like, multiple characters and, yeah. like, kind of not different. And there's a different ending. Anyways, there's a little <laughs> bit. And, like, Symphony of the Night has voice acting and stuff. Like, there, there is story to Castlevania. But the show totally tackles it and give, breathes yeah. life into the story in a way that the games never could. Yeah. And that's one of my core problems with video game adaptations of stories of video games that tell their stories like a movie. Like, yeah. The Last of Us is basically a fucking TV show. Yeah. And now it is a TV show. It's the same with like Uncharted. Uncharted the movie did not need to exist because Uncharted the game is a fucking movie. Yeah. And they keep. I think what they're going to do, what I'm really scared about because of the success <laughs> of The Last of Us, is yeah. they're going to zero in on all these cinematic video games that tell their story just fine. Yeah. And then they're just going to retell the story exactly the same way or like slightly different Fair, yeah. because that's going to make the money. And it's so creatively unnecessary. And if I'm being like frank about it, it's sort of insulting to the medium of video games for them to be like, we're going to make a movie about this video game because, hey, you know, the video game didn't do a great job telling the story. No, it fucking did. It yeah, did a great did. job telling yeah. the story. And like the more balanced part of me is like, no, the point of making The Last of Us TV show isn't to tell the story better. It's to reach a new audience. Yeah. But part of me is pissed. I'm like, The Last of Us TV show, these, these franchises <laughs> that are story driven as video games, they don't require mm -hmm. anything else to prove that they're worth it. Yeah, because I think I think the two upcoming ones, mm -hmm. uh, TV shows. Like I'm just gonna go TV show properties. Sure. Warhammer 40k with Henry Cavill. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm kind of excited about that. Oh, 100. Those those that one. Those the lore of Warhammer 40k is so complex, so deep. It's so deep that 
I'm actually very surprised they haven't done this yeah. forever. Granted, everyone's a so space niche. Yeah, everyone's a space Nazi, so it's kind of weird. Um, so everyone's super racist. Yeah, everyone's super evil. Yeah, <laughs> super like no one's good. No, like, no one's really good. Um, but then I think, but uh, another one was oh, you know, Gears of War. I think that one is going to happen. That one, I was surprised it took this long. It's too late. Yeah. No one fucking cares anymore. Really? Gears of War 5 was pretty good. Yeah, but like critical mass of Gears of War was so 360. Era. Yeah. Like sure. it's, they're still good. I like Gears yeah. of War 5. Yeah. Um, But like the cultural impact of that is so diminished. It's over. It's over. It's the same with like, I was thinking about that. Walking through a Walmart and I saw a bin of body pillows and there was Halo body pillows. Oh, they were just like black on one side and then yeah. like chips on the other. It wasn't like Master yeah. Chief. If it was Master Chief, I would have bought one. Yeah, but I totally even <sighs> forgot about the like Halo TV show. Oh my that god, yeah. that one that did not capture the spirit of the show of the movie of the uh, game. The first episode was pretty cool. There was some kind of cool stuff, but yeah. like they just clearly didn't trust the story of the game and they didn't tell that story. Yeah. They're like. We got to develop into something else like show John. i be this totally developed character. No, that's not Halo. Halo yeah. is something different. I just want to see him kicking ass. Yeah. And and like, flood in the face. Maybe it's not like you maybe don't follow Master Chief. Maybe he's like a background superhero that pops in and like does shit. Yeah. But Halo's a franchise that I think is really struggling to figure out what it does to grow. Yeah. Because like think about how important Halo was to gaming 2000 in like 2000 to 2006. Yeah. Like that was it was fucking Halo City and like it was so fucking awesome. Yeah. And Halo Infinite was big for like a month. A month and a half. And then it yeah. just like stopped. Yeah. And it's I, like Halo just has struggled to figure out its re- relevancy. I don't think they can because yeah, the Halo franchise really sucked. Um, but yeah, here's here's two franchises that I do like other than Castlevania. I love Castlevania as yeah, well. It's so fucking wait, good. Can't wait for the next one. Same. I know it's cool that it's uh it's a spinoff, but it's kind of a sequel series. It's not really a spinoff. Because it's Richter. Yeah. So it's going to start at Rondo of Blood and do Symphony of the Night, which yeah. are the two best Castlevania games, in my opinion. Yeah. But I mean, I, didn't, I don't think it's a spinoff. I think it's just like, it's a continuation. Same universe. Yeah. It's just going to be the only character that's in it will be Alucard because everyone else is dead. It's been a oh, couple, yeah. It's been a couple hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. So Trevor and Sypha will be yeah. gone. I think it's just, yeah, definitely. It's just a continuation. Yeah. It's, it'll be great. Um, well, I'm not going to wood. Uh, yeah. Cyberpunk Edge Runners was really good. Yeah, let's talk about that for yeah. a minute. Granted, Cyberpunk Edge Runners is really good because they just kind of use the same universe and they kind of are like, all right, do some fun stuff. See, I think it's the success of that show is really impressive in the face of that. The game kind of struggled to feel like it had a unique visual identity. Like its, yeah. it's visual identity was technically impressive, mm-hmm. whereas Edge Runners is so visually striking in its simplicity and it's it's very authentically cyberpunk but it's still like you can see one frame of edge runners and you're like that's fucking edge edge runners yeah, 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 yeah. and i think that i am not always a huge fan of spoilers for mild general spoilers for edge runners for tragedies that yeah like you that it just end in a really dark place yeah but they really earned it and it didn't feel cheap it didn't feel like Oh man, we're just like making you fucking upset. We're gonna subvert your expectations. Yeah. It was no. like, no, this is totally earned. Yeah. And I am so upset, but I totally get how we got here. Yeah. And this sucks, but I love this. It's the universe of cyberpunk. Like it's yeah. very true to like the cyberpunk world is that 
um, to die. Like you don't, you will not die of old age in this. No, you will fucking die. Yeah, you will die. But it depends on how you die. Yeah. Is that you're, it's a, what you try to do is become legend status. That makes you a legacy person. Yeah. So, you know, the main character, David, uh, in the yeah, David. Yeah, we're gonna get into specific spoilers, so watch out. Yeah, if you well, watch out, runners. Well, I mean, if you haven't watched, God, <laughs> hey, that's only been like six months. <laughs> Is it six months? That hasn't been that long. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, like he dies, <laughs> like within you meet him, and one year later he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so and I, he's like. Yeah, it's. I think what they do is they transform him. Like you start, and it's like, oh, it's an anime. You know, he's like a high schooler. He's like, you know, he's he's the poor kid at a rich school. Yeah. He's got to like, you know, be plucky in this. And like three episodes in, he starts like, well, right away he starts cyberjacking. I don't think three episodes in. It's the first episode. Well, by like the third episode, he's like an entirely different body. Oh, yeah. He's like this jacked, huge dude because he's all these augments. Was it the third episode? I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere yeah. pretty early. And then at the end, he's like a fucking war machine tank and you see him like slowly get pulled apart and yeah. you're like, what the fuck? He yeah. was just a kid like it's a month, like it just months ago. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, it's weird because you see him like age up like real yeah. quick. And then he just he the storyline is so beautiful. Granted, I thought about it a little bit more. And this is like I watch way more anime than you yeah. do. The storyline is basic enough. The one that really stands out to me was um, an anime called Akami uh, Akakami Ga Kill. Okay. Or I, in English one, it's Akakami La Kill. Okay. So basic enough, it's like kid joins this group of assassins to take down the government, and he learns how to like become part of the assassins. The assassins slowly mm. die one by one in really dramatic ways and then he dies himself too mm. and but the girl that he falls in love with survives as well and she kind of goes through so like i'm really generalizing it's a really good anime yeah, in my yeah, yeah. Um, but in broad strokes you can kind of see it yeah, like, yeah they look kind of the same yeah like if you put it right beside you're like oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but granted i was more emotionally taxed with cyberpunk sure yeah but, it's fucking fantastic i think it's a lot of stories at a Far distance, kind of look the same. You know, yeah. everything's a hero's journey, either a good one or a tragedy. No, it's, just, it's just Japanese culture. It's just yeah. so bad. And so, for it. Yeah, when you can manage to make the individual beats and the individual characters mm-hmm. come to life in, in such vibrant ways as they do in that show, it's, yeah. it's a fucking great show. Yeah. And I, yeah, like I said, I don't like dark shows all the time, but it's so well developed and earned in that show. I, yeah. It felt very satisfying. It just felt like the ending was really good. Yeah. You know, she's trying to get over him. Yeah. And then, you know, she been, she'll, she'll never get over him. And I'm but. a huge fan of closed arcs. I yeah. love miniseries where, like, we know where we're starting, we know where we're finishing, and we're fucking finishing. We're not like, we're going to make another season. No, people people were asking. It's like, make a second no. season. No. Yeah. No, the guy's like, like the no. like the, the team that behind it are like, He's dead. Like, yeah, there's nothing. It could be a different cyberpunk show, but it can't be edge runners. Like, it's got to be a. No, I, I can't. I can't see. I don't want to see anything else. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see like, oh, it's gonna be like edge runners, but like no, a different no. group. Like, no, it's this is done. Yeah. Like, on, the, on the opposite side of that, we get arcane. Yeah. Which is good, but is clearly being developed to be a big TV franchise, and I yeah. don't find it nearly as satisfying as edge runners. Really? I, yeah, I liked it, but I never was like. I can't wait to see the next episode. I need to know what happens. I'm like, yeah, yeah I like these characters and like, oh, I, I, I mean, care, I guess about this stuff, but there's so many side characters. I didn't give a fuck about. There's so much like filler conversation. I thought the animation and the action stellar. Yeah. But there were so many things in it that I'm like, these aren't really developed characters. They exist to be tools of the story. Well, okay. So 
just for listeners, if you don't haven't seen or heard Arcane, you're living on a rock. I'm just gonna be insulting now. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, But it's like it's based on League of Legends characters. Jinx, like the two big ones, is Jinx and V. So I'm not. I've never. I've no. I've played one game of League of Legends. Played one. But the lore is pretty crazy. Yeah. Like those, like all sorts. Every single hero that you choose has a huge backstory. You can read about it. I think those comics and stuff. Yeah. There's a huge lore. Yeah. yeah. You've got a League of Legends, the YouTube channel, those like videos and everything. But I think Arcana was like their first kind of real effort into like, okay, let's make a story and yeah. make a franchise. Hit, let's find mainstream of like yeah. success. Riot is really, um, Riot, the developer for that game, are really good at expanding and penetrating different kind of markets mm-hmm. to get people to come back to play League of Legends. Like they got like little Nas to like make yeah. a commercial. They got, um, can't remember what the group, the K-pop group name, but BTS, they're not BTS. Yeah. No, not BTS. No. Um, though actually in oh, League of Legends, fair. like they make music videos and That's stuff. Cool. Really cool. And now they have Arcane to kind of like hit people of yeah, either younger age or people going, oh, League of Legends is just that MOBA yeah, game. Yeah, but like, oh, there's a story. So you should, now you should I play. Care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I do agree with you that um, Arcane, I think I liked it more, not for the story, mm. but how they they told the sure. story. Yeah. And they, they went dark enough to make it kind of really impactful. Yeah. I I feel like I saw the corporate machination behind uh, arcane a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't feel as like obviously there's an authentic part, like creative soul at the center of arcane. Like I'm not trying to be like, oh, it's, a, it's looking money, money grab. <laughs> obviously not. It's a yeah. it's a great piece of media, but I, I didn't find I could give myself over to the illusion and the world of it in the same way I could do with edge runners. I mean, yeah, I think it's like with edge runners, it's just like individual. Mm-hmm. You can be attached to the individual. Arcane was more about uh, classism. Yeah, yes. and I, I think I when it comes down to it, I'm kind of forming thoughts as I go because I haven't th- thought about Arcane for a while. It I felt like Arcane was looser, and I feel like there was more scenes in Arcane that didn't interest me. Yeah, where like there's like, people conversing, like you know, some second tier love interest of this person. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Just yeah. give me like the seven main <laughs> people. Focus on them. Develop them. Yeah. Develop these inter- in like interesting relationships. And that's what cyberpunk does really well. It's like, there is no fucking fat. It's no. all like every scene, every line of conversation yeah. is building towards the point that it's making. Cause I think with cyberpunk, cyberpunk is a really huge, like expansive universe. Yes. If you actually played the pen and paper game. Yeah. But, um, if with league of legends, like it dwarfs, it's, it's like, here's a little like moon of content with cyberpunk. League of legends is like a supernova. Like, oh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's like so much stuff. So, that I can see like Arcane was like a it's no one nothing's gonna top Arcane season one. Or say season two, season three, season four. It's like what's gonna happen is what you're gonna say is like the corporate stuff, like, oh, they're gonna have all these like little fa- fan favorite heroes mm. gonna appear somewhere and it's like, yay, every time they're gonna appear, they're gonna make like a million dollars because people are gonna like look into that that character, gonna play that character, and they're gonna buy yeah. like a million dollars of skins on that one. Yeah. And that's like that's it's unfortunate because they spent so much time making Arcane. I think like they spent six years. Wow. The French studio yeah. was just like, let's it's make this great. Good. It's a great looking show. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think for me, storyline was pretty good, yeah. but I think I was more blown away with how they made the look of the show very. Unique. Oh, totally. And like, 
normally 3D shows that are designed to look like hand-drawn, I hate. I hate. What's a good example of one that you uh, I watched the trailer. It was like the Dragon Prince or some shit on Netflix. Uh, and it's one of those like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's like a yeah. 3D, but it's made to look hand-drawn. Yeah. And it's so fucking ugly. Cell-shaded, cell-shaded. Well, yeah, there's cell-shaded, but there's like, they, they change the animation as well to make it feel more anime where like the mouth yeah. isn't tied to the face movement. So it like, it's like separate. To be fair, I really liked Dragon Prince. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I didn't watch it. I just, just hate just, animation just play, style. Just play in the background. It's, oh, actually, yeah. it's a pretty good story. Sure. It's actually dark enough to be like, oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. But that animation style, yeah, it's uh, pretty bad. Not a big fan of. And so when I first started watching Arcane, I was worried it was going to tickle that part of my brain that yeah. hates. But it, it has this unique identity and like this 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 absolute creative just vision yeah. that totally works. Yeah, because my problem is that they spent so much time making season one. Mm. Season two is going to come out, I think, like two years, and it's, like, it's going to short. So they're going to like mass produce the share of the show, which. <sighs> <laughs> it's, it's just like it's i'm worried but also excited at the same time because i want more like yeah. it's trying to feed my dopamine of like i want more content yeah but me doing that is kind of like i just turned this michelin star restaurant into a mcdonald's yeah it'll be interesting to see i think that the first season was good and they had a good little arc it could go either way i'm not I'm not willing to like be super cynical about the show. It might actually develop into something more complex and interesting to me, yeah. but it could also be exactly like you said, where it's just like, they're going to rush it through it. They're going to get to, uh, you know, showing as many characters as they can. Cause they want to show it. They make, want to make as many TV show skins as they can so that yeah. they can sell them in the game. Maybe, maybe what they, they could do. Cause the storyline's pretty good. Maybe like arcane and uh, V and Jinx's story. It's kind of like, kind of like kept kept there and then they didn't they have like the spin-off money makers yeah, like maybe. please please god just yeah. just go there but well, yeah and i i love these video game franchises that have absolutely insanely deep lore mm -hmm. uh i felt the same with dota the so there's the dota show i couldn't watch it i loved it really yeah i loved it oh my um, god i try to watch it i'm like i have no idea what's going on so that's what i fucking loved because yeah. normally fantasy shows are so generic. Yeah. But what I like about Dota is you get the sense of this immense depth. Yeah. Then you're like, it feels like it just shoves you in and you're like, you have to figure out the lore as you're going. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. How do dragons work? Okay, wait, no, there's like this queen that's evil. Okay, there's this evil spear that's trying to take over everything. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. And then eventually like, it starts to make more sense and eventually kind of lands into more like you, what you're used to fantasy stuff. And that show to me got better and better and better. And like the season two finale, like, I, it was kind of one of my background shows where I would like clean and do stuff. Oh, is season two out? Season three is out. I think they're done. Um, okay, so. But at the end of season two, there's like kind of a big epic battle. Yeah. And I remember I was like, wasn't paying attention. And I just kind of like got sucked in. I just stood there staring at my TV for like an <laughs> hour because I was so into it. And event like I cried and I was like, this is the fucking sickest finale. Yeah. And then they the third season wasn't nearly as good because they do like four episodes to conclude the arc of season yeah. two. And then they do like a big reset where like, it's like a multi-dimensional thing and they jump dimensions oh. and then they try and restart over and it sucks. Wait, it fucking so sucks. Dota is the one with the dark elves needing to steal that Lotus thing. They're not dark elves. They're just like forest elves. Forest elves. Yeah. yeah but they're like the polyamorous elves. 
and they have to steal the lotus back because yeah. they're worshiping the moon queen who that lotus belongs to. I can't remember all of this stuff, yeah, but yeah. it's like I just found it fascinating. And if more creators could have the amount of world building that goes into something like that and develop stories on top of it, yeah. I'd be so grateful because everyone does the bare minimum world building to make their story. Yeah. And you think about Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, he didn't start with Lord of the Rings. He started with all the lore and then he built stories on top of that. Yeah. And then he jumped like thousands of years in his world that had been developed mm -hmm. and then told the story that made the most impact. And that's what you got to do. You got to like make lore, make lore, make lore, tell these stories with that lore, make more lore on top of that. And then you have this like authentically huge story that then can now have an impact and you can start over there. I mean, maybe that's what Warhammer 40K is going to be. I think Warhammer has such great potential. Yeah. Like, can, I can't imagine a franchise with deeper lore than fucking Warhammer 40K. Yeah, 40K or the original Warhammer, granted, yeah, whatever, those are the same again. I think <laughs> you, you kind of mentioned, I think, what the big fear I have is, is no one, everyone sucks. Everyone sucks in the Warhammer universe. So, like, who's yeah. the, who's, who are the heroes well, going to be? there is one chapter of Space Marines called the Salamanders. Mm. Like, this is what I've been doing since I found out. Uh, no, actually, when did I start? Anyways, I, don't know, I always have a fascination with Warhammer, and ever since, if, if my interest dies down, YouTube will find a way to poke it back up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was watching a YouTube short and about this one guy talking about the Space Marine Salamanders, even though, very weird, they kind of look kind of evilish, the green, and they use uh, flamers on their enemies okay. to burn them. They actually value human life. Oh. Um, but... There was a chapter called the Ultramarines, like the Boy Scouts of the, <laughs> the, the most evil ones. No, yeah, they're like the good, they're, they're, they're like the lawfully good oh, ones. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, Henry Cavill is going to play the the Primarch for that one, okay. probably. Because Henry Cavill's super jacked and yeah. he's going to be great. I don't know. It's. It's it's, it's, it's going to be a hard franchise because like the yeah. proportions are so cartoony. Yeah. And so like doing it live action is going to be weird unless I hope they, I almost hope they do it animated. They, I mean, those one guy did did their start. Have you seen it? Their Astartes um, series? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, well, 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 we'll, we'll send it to you to watch. Yeah, um, sure. It's, it just, it gives you enough to kind of understand like the powers and everything. Yeah. And it, and it's all done by one guy. Oh, that's cool. Which after he's, he made all his five-part series on YouTube. Uh, Games Workshop hired him. Oh, sick. Granted, the only problem is that all his original videos, they got him to take it down. So uh, there's all these like, re-uploads out there yeah, yeah, yeah. that they just didn't download the best quality no, ones. No, it's just kind of... It doesn't look great. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just... it's. I just... I'm really curious of what the how they're going to go through it. They might go through like what's parts of the stories like the Horus Heresy... And how like one person betrayed them all, and that's why mm -hmm. humanity was in great. Granted, I don't know. It's just it's it's. I love the Warhammer 40k, but also depresses the shit out of me. Well, yeah, it's meant to be pretty. Downing. I mean, like humanity's greatest resources as human lives. <laughs> it's like oh, you can like the Imperial Guards, which is just like the generic like you and me humans fighting in armies. They are just like cannon fodder. It's like mm -hmm. oh, we're gonna we're just gonna like defend the place. Uh, they have billions and billions of soldiers just like human can fodder. Yeah. Like no one, like it's just, <laughs> it's so cool. But as and more I talk about it, it just depresses the shit out of me. Yeah. It's like, Oh, that's so shit. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's definitely a franchise I'm excited about. Yeah. What do you think about the Mario movie? 
I'm actually pretty excited. Me too. Yeah, it looks good. It looks fantastic. Chris Pratt's voice is fine. I will feel, I feel a little less enthused about his voice than I think you do. I think the animation looks amazing. The world looks really cool. Like that little trailer where you're like inside Mushroom City and stuff. Yeah. I was like, ah, okay, I like this. Yeah. Uh, even the tra- the first trailer where Bowser's attacking the... Oh, awesome. I was super into that. I It remains to be seen, and they clearly have been avoiding showing us Chris Pratt's voice that much in promotional materials. You hear it very small amounts. No, the, when he's in Mushroom City, he talks a, a little, little bit. A little bit, yeah. but they don't get him to talk too, too, too much. Yeah. Um, and you so you haven't that, heard Peach's voice yet. No, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think it's gonna be not great. <laughs> I think it'll be good, but I don't think it's gonna be like an all-time great super or uh, video game movie. Yeah, I mean, Illumination. I think the studio behind that is really well known to either make good franchises mm-hmm. or franchises to milk. Well, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Despicable Me, and I'm not. A big fan of Minions? I don't, yeah, I, I don't understand. I Well, I kind of understand the obsession with Minions because uh, my nieces and nephews are just yeah, the kid, really obsessed with it. Thing. But like Rise of Gru, uh, I did not care about. Despicable Me 1, 2, and 3. I was like, this is fine. Yeah, um, yeah like, I don't know. That, Secret Life of Pets was like, man. Secret Life of Pets was, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like offensively bad, but it was just like such a, uninteresting clearly this is just to sell toys to kids it's toys to kids and also um oh we want to market these um actors to be voice actors yeah like kevin hart i'm like yeah even kevin hart signed up to do a sequel i'm like man you sell out hard oh i mean they give you so much money for those animated movies because they don't pay their animators right yeah they have all this budget left to buy apparently uh vfx um People are unionizing. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I was like, wow, that's going to change a lot of things. I was thinking about that today that I would gladly take way less. We're talking specifically about animation. Yeah. I would gladly take so much less animated content. So many less movies, so many less TV shows. Yeah. If the animators got paid right, uh, if the right people got to make really interesting stories, because right now we just get like a fuck ton of animated movies and 90% of them fucking suck. And we get like, think about how many adult animated shows there are right now. There's None. like oh, a billion. There's, a lot. there's, there's a like, lot. like yeah. all these shitty Netflix ones that you like see and you're like, ah, no, like live PD and shit. Oh yeah. Like there's all these terrible, terrible ones. You know what? Actually I'm upset. They what? canceled inside jobs. I haven't watched that. Dude, watch it. It's okay. so good. The second season. Yep. I thought it was like, oh, uh, at first I was like, oh, and then the, how they finish it. I was like, fuck. Yeah. But I, I would take so many less of those shows to get better living conditions for animators, but also like better ones. Yeah. Like, I don't need that many. I would way rather there be less content and it's better. Yeah. We, or, or just like have like those content, just make like, make a YouTube channel. Just like if your story works, then you can kind of do it. Yeah, there's a million ways to do it, but uh, I, uh, I, I'm nervous about the the success of The Last of Us. I, I theoretically, I like the idea of the Mar- Mario movie more because yeah. Mario games don't really tell that much of a story outside of like the RPG ones, and so it's nice to like you know have things developed. Yeah, but also it wasn't necessary. Video games are their own complete medium, and they don't need <laughs> they don't need no no other they, medium. Well, I mean, they needed to erase the original 90s no they need movie. to amplify it I no 
That one's so crap. Like, I don't know. It's it's a so bad it's good movie, but I love it's so bad it's good movies. Well, but I mean, you, you can only handle them in like 30 minutes. Okay, wait, anyway. wait, 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 wait. So with me, because this because we have an age disparity here. Yes. Um, so I watched that excited uh, when it came out. So I was yeah. like looking forward to it. I wait, when did a movie come out? I came up with my something. I remember 90s? begging my dad to get it. 93. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't watch it in theaters, but I remember when it came into VHS, I begged my dad to rent it. It's like, well, you only get one for the month. Yeah. I used it. I, yeah. I, the only reason why I'm trying to clarify it, because I can't remember, because my dad would let me watch, go into movie theater once every six months. Okay. And then VHS rental once a month. Okay. That's like my treat. Yeah. And then a video game rental like every three weeks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't whatever. Know why. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why my dad let me rent the games. Hey, more it's active. Who's your brain more? But uh, yeah, so I was always forever scourged of that movie. Yeah, Goombers were weird like that. Yeah. That's the epitome <laughs> of a bad, so movie. bad, bad. Well, bad movie and bad video game adaptation. Yeah. It's like, oh, we can't jump. We have to use these boots yeah, to jump. Yeah, it's got nothing right. Yeah, like the Nintendo glove. I came up with the Nintendo glove. Today. No, they have the power. They have the bazooka. Yeah, yeah. The bazooka was, was like the super cool. scope. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I had a different experience. I think the first time I watched it, I was like 18 or 19. Yeah, so you. you I knew it was bad. Yeah, I was seven, dude. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would have been really disappointing. And so going in, knowing it's a piece of shit. It's fun. And I yeah. love laughing at terrible movies. Like even the first Mortal Kombat, I think is a fun movie. I love so that first Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It did. I'm like, oh, they fight. Cool. Yeah. The song <laughs> is a banger. Dude, that song is still, still hot. hot. <laughs> Every time I go to like a gym. I get hyped. Let's get, <laughs> let's fucking go on the street right now. Yeah. But okay. Here's one fan, video game franchise uh, before we kind of sum up everything. Uh, I did not know about this, but it was revealed at CES. So you may have noticed this. Um, a Gran Turismo movie. Uh, yeah, that had been rumored before. Yeah, but they announced it during a CES. Yeah. Dire- directed by Orlando Bloom. Yeah. I don't understand. I Why? Why is there like a Gran Turismo movie? It, it, there's no storyline in the game. It's going to be Karate Kid driving movie. It's yeah. going to be like some guy from nowhere who like has the skills to be a driver but you know yeah. everyone hates him all the rich guys are like you can't drive he'll be like I can drive <laughs> and he will have to fight and scrap and have the shitty cars and you'll watch him drive like 30 different fucking supercars and they're yeah. gonna know the track and at the end he'll be the best driver and he'll be the he will yeah. be crowned the Gran Turismo I mean like the the trailers worry me cause he's like well not trailers like the sneak peek of Lion Bloom's like you were gonna try to make it like the video game I'm like no stop there's no story yeah there's no like don't try to make it like a no. video game it's just gonna be a racing movie yeah Granted, I, yeah. yeah we'll see like maybe they to be fair you can make a good racing movie yeah what it will carry over from Gran Turismo. I don't know, but maybe they have a vision for it. Like it is possible that they like have an idea of like what the identity of Gran Turismo is, what the spirit of Gran Turismo is. And they can carry that to a movie. Yeah. But to me, it's just going to be a karate kid. It's going to be a racing movie yeah. with an underdog racing movie. Yeah. Cause I haven't played Gran Turismo since like PS3 days. Like I was mm-hmm. really into Gran Turismo there, yeah. but like, I don't, I can't see anything. Cause for me, what Gran Turismo is, is a really detailed simulation racer. 100%. Game. And it looks fucking great yeah. that some people have tricked me 
on Twitter and whatever, yeah. going, oh, look at my car. I'm like, oh, that's a sweet ride. Oh, yeah. oh it's Gran Turismo. Yeah. I'm like, oh, ah, shit. Well, I was like, oh, but, you know, it looks good. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I'm trying to struggle here. I'm like, I just don't understand why you have to lend your franchise yeah. into a movie. Because the games do great. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm worried. Oh, I'm not worried. I'm, I don't really care. I'm probably not going to watch it. I'm just like, this is going to be bad. I guarantee I'm going to watch it because I watch five movies a week. Oh <laughs> and so I, uh, I'll, uh, I'm not eagerly anticipating it, but I'll, it'll, I'm excited to find out more about it. Yeah. Like it, I am excited to, uh, segue to the end of this episode. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I want to ask is that, do you think video games should be adapted to movie and TV when it feels yeah, I think okay. No, there's it's hard to make general statements like that. Yes, you can make a good video game adaptation, and I think business wise, it makes a lot of sense to try and grow your audience. I think the most interesting question about The Last of Us to me is: Will this drive video game sales? Will this sell PS5s? It will. And I think that when we can, if someone can find a way to like put the number to how many PS5s The Last of Us TV show sold mm -hmm. i would be so fascinated to find out i don't know what that metric is i yeah i don't the ps5 sales of always is always high because the it's demand. just yeah but i think you can maybe not because of so because of sony's because it's such a close loop system mm -hmm. most people track um steam maybe like mm. you can see like the pc sales of the last of us go up maybe it hasn't come that. out yet i don't think is it not? I don't think the last of us on PC is out. Maybe like the pre-orders will be out. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of God of War. Yeah, that's out. Um, uh, that's and Uncharted out. as well. Um, it's Uncharted on PC? Yeah. yeah. What a shit experience. No, apparently it's fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's what seems well, to be you're, just, you're playing on an Xbox controller. <laughs> I'd be, I mean, yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it will. I think like. It I will, bet already I'm sure Sony's seeing a tick in people I know, playing like, The Last you, of well, Us. I mean, use me as a prime example. Like, after the game, downloaded it. Yeah. I'm just like, literally, after this podcast, yeah. I'm just probably going to play a little bit. I really wish the remake, The Last of Us Part 1. Yeah. I, I just want it to be cheaper. Or, like, put it on PS Plus, man. I I give you $25 <laughs> a month or whatever I fucking pay for the top tier. Yeah. I've given you, like, 150 bucks this year. Give me the fucking game. I mean, you got to pay back all the production. because Give me the fucking game. <laughs> the Boston Sea. Yeah, but here's, like, for me, it yeah, that is a very loaded and general question. It's a very binary yes or no. Yeah. But I go, it really depends. <laughs> yeah. Because a game, like, we hit on it, like, game like Sonic um, Castlevania. Castlevania. They all have their merits that could tell a very cinematic story. Yeah. But I think what we are also kind of hitting at is you can use a universe of said property mm -hmm. and make a good TV show. You don't have to follow the game story word for word, but maybe that universe, like Cyberpunk, maybe you yeah. can just do Cyberpunk all over again or Arcane all over again. Yeah. Is that the, yeah, here's, here's the rules. But go nuts. Yep. Then maybe that that's that's the name of the game. Yep. I can get into it. Yeah. And I think with that, we should call it quits. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more of us, get subscribed. Uh, like me. Like my father hates me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just uh, follow us at this URL inserted here and email us at this email. I think it's like let's here. wing it 22 at gmail.com. Sure. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll edit in a robot voice, the TikTok voice, the, uh, the girl uh, TikTok uh, voice. Uh, 20 things you I can't do the voice. <laughs> I can't do voices.